Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. Welcome to PQB, the podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Staff Sergeant Travis DeCone of the Oceanside RCMP joins us to update us on what's been keeping him busy. Thanks for being with us today, Travis. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. You've been Staff Sergeant here for a little more than a year now. How are you settling into the area? Very good. It's been great coming back. Started my career back on the island years and years ago. So uh, for the family, it's been, been welcome to come back to the island. I wonder if you could share a defining moment from your personal life that influenced your decision to join the RCMP. The biggest one for me was I remember them coming in and doing a drug talk back in the day in elementary school. And I can remember the RCMP came in and showed their drug board. I want to say it was probably grade three or four. And I went home that day and told my parents, oh, I think I'm going to be a police officer. And it literally just stuck. So everything I did was geared towards this. Perhaps you could share a particularly challenging or rewarding experience you've had with your time with the RCMP. I recall one of your fellow constabulary uh, shared a moment when he was stationed up in northern BC where he had a car accident and a birth to Mm. deal with at the same time. Yeah, it'd keep you busy. There's no question there. There's been lots. I've bounced around quite a bit. I spent some time up in G Division and all over northern British Columbia, Bella Bella, Zabalas, Alert Bay, Port McNeil, uh, lots of different stuff to do. But Probably one of the most defining ones, which was actually quite recent, uh, if everybody can recall, when the lower mainland just a year and a half, two years ago, I guess now, had that really bad rains, winds, the bad storm. I think they call it an atmospheric river. Uh, At the time, I was managing Hope Detachment and got a call at 2 o'clock in the morning saying it looked like number one highway was closed and I have very limited resources there. I jumped in the truck and started heading up to see if I could make my way. And then it turns out Highway 7 was closed, so I managed to get to the Agassiz Detachment and called in a local helicopter to come pick me up in the cornfield beside it, flew into Hope Detachment, got to see the devastation of the Coquihalla and the slides and people trapped. And that was just a really good week of work. It was endlessly busy trying to look after the town that saw thousands of extra people stranded there. Basically, it turned Hope into an island for a week until they were able to clear out the slide and get everybody out. And it's just really good. Everybody pulled together. We were sleeping on the floor in the detachment for a week and trying to billet the members that were stranded actually going to and from PRTC, which is our Pacific Region Training Center. So actually worked out for the one time I was in Hope, we actually were fully staffed because I had all these members from detachments all over the province that just happened to be trapped in Hope. They had their uniform with them and uh, it was a great team effort and I think it worked out really well all in all. We hear more and more about uh, artificial intelligence these days. How has the role of technology changed the way that the RCMP operates and how do you keep up with those changes? Right out of the gate, I can tell you cost. Big thing with us is AI hasn't really affected us too much right now, but I'm sure you guys are all well aware of body-worn cameras, all the storage of data. Uh, We have another device called an ALPR, Automatic License Plate Reader. So when ICBC removed the stickers off of the plates, members now don't know whether a plate's insured or uninsured unless you actually physically run it. So to sit there and take your eyes off the road and try to run it on a computer beside you is a big challenge. So the ALPR allows us to scan 360, so whenever a police car is driving past you stop at a stoplight it looks at all the plates and it can run hundreds and hundreds of plates an hour one nice thing about that is 
it's really increased the amount of no insurance tickets. You'd be surprised how many people don't have those. They get loaded up every day so we know which vehicles are uninsured or if there's a vehicle impound candidate or any of those types of things. So that's certainly helped us, been a benefit to us. Some of the things that have been more challenging are obviously storage of data now is a huge thing for us. So anytime we deal with a file, there's cell phones, multiple devices, those types of things. And those are all subject to searches if you write warrants and all of that data has to be stored somewhere and the costs associated to getting in those phones and getting the information that we need or a computer or a laptop or any of those things are huge. And it's just a big pile that sits there and it's hard to slog through all that information to present it to court for something appropriate for a charge. And the cost is just going up. Every file, basically, that we deal with now pretty much has at least a cell phone. It can cost a couple of thousand dollars per to have them opened up and get the information we need, whether it be text information or GPS tracking information or whatever it happens to be. So the cost is certainly starting to be challenging for us. And then documentation and storage. And as we're sitting here chatting, I'm looking at a camera strapped to your chest. This is just my cell phone. But it looks like it, doesn't it? We haven't gone live with the body cams. It's in the works. There's a pilot project. Some of the divisions back east are going to start at first, and then they're going to work through the functionality, how it works. Does it work good in the cold? Does it work in low light, high light, all those types of things? And then once it's a viable product, then we'll start implementing it across the country more and more. What are the most significant issues currently affecting law enforcement in Canada? Probably one of the biggest one for us is recruiting. It's just been very challenging trying to get those people interested in being police officers getting into that service industry is really challenging. And of course, it's not just the RCMP, it's every other municipal force in the country that's all vying for that same small group of people. So we've really started to do more localized recruitment drives, trying to do something monthly. Every detachment in the province is actually really trying to do one thing monthly, whether it be a community event or something, trying to get that recruiting effort out there. And then of course, we do have a recruiting section as well that goes to universities try to win people over and get those good news stories out in the media about you know what we do and the, how the people that we help and the, the progress that we've made and you know get people interested in becoming police officers again. Are you working with local community groups? We certainly do. Yeah, we work with a number of them. Aerosmith Search and Rescue is obviously a big one that we work with. Aerosmith Community Services, they also help us with our restorative justice. OCSV, Oceanside Community Service Volunteers, I think they're up to almost 200. And they do a lot of keeping in touch calls in the morning. They do the speed watch. They do all kinds of stuff for us. We try to stay very engaged with. Obviously, community events, especially through the summer. This is definitely a tourist community in between Qualicum Beach, Parksville, all the RDN areas. There's endlessly something going on weekends. So we're trying to be there, whether we put up our tent or just there patrolling or doing something. There's a lot of events that we're trying to be present and visible and that all then rolls back into the whole recruiting thing right see us in a positive light and maybe it's something that you might be interested in very often we read in the pqb news the police update in the paper and online of course and every so often we'll read of someone being taken advantage in some sort of a scam i wonder if you could tell us what we're looking for when someone is trying to take advantage of us one of the biggest ones and one of the most common it's often overlooked if it's too good to be true it's probably not true Members in our office, we get that robocall that's telling you there's a warrant for your arrest for tax or something like that. If it's unsolicited, it's not going to be legitimate. 100%, don't keep this stuff to yourself, call, right? There's websites you can go to online that'll give you some of the more local scams. No government office or no real business is ever going to ask you to pay in gift cards or cryptocurrency or something like that. And if you have questions, give us a call. It's not going to generate a file, but we can say, no, that's the scam. There's nothing you need to do with regards to that. We are never going to call you and tell you that there's a warrant for your arrest. I'll tell you that right now. And neither is Revenue Canada. 
So too good to be true. That's probably not true. So is that how the nature of crime and criminal activities changed over the course of your career? Dramatically. There's so much stuff from when I was a kid growing up riding my bike around to now everything is on cameras somehow and everything is digital now and cell phones and dramatically it's changed our investigations. They're much more complicated now with all the GPS data and texting data and cell phone data and it's substantially more work, more file management. Again, when we're in the office doing those types of things, we're not out on the street being visible and just flying that flag. So it certainly slowed us down that way. So those are the biggest challenges. What are the biggest opportunities with the RCMP? As far as opportunities, we are reaching out in a new different digital technologies. We're starting to do more in-house programs or finding really high-end providers to provide us with a service. So we're rather than develop something yourself and then fumbling through it, we're, we're getting good quality computer programs that assist us with the management of this high amount of data now, which helps us a lot. It is a big plus for us, but then on the same time, social media and all these types of things also assist us in getting our message out quicker too. We can update things and I know our Stratcom works quite a bit province-wide, pushing recruiting drives, pushing local scams when scams are coming up so people can go onto those websites almost real time, which is really good. Some of the challenges we have are, and we are a bilingual force in a bilingual country, so it has to go through and be translated to French as well, and then they got to go out at the same time. So that slows things a little bit, but... It's just the nature of the beast. Welcome to Canada, right? Travis, the holiday season is coming up here pretty quickly, which always brings a message of being extra careful when you're driving and attending holiday celebration. The big one that we always say is you're going to be going out, you're getting your gifts, you're getting those types of things. You're going to be parked in the the parking lot at the malls or on the street or whatever. Don't leave stuff in your cars. Put it away, hide it, put it in your house or whatever you have to do with it. But if it's visible, chances are somebody may make an attempt to try to get in there. Of course, always we talk about impaired driving. Remember your designated drivers. A lot of places have different community events that will provide transport to and from for you. We're going to be out in force again this December. There'll be a lot of members out, which is going to be really good. So just try to make sure you've got those DDs. Weather's changing, so just remember those winter tires. You want good tires on your car and give yourself a little extra time to get to where you're going if the weather's not going to be great. Do you have a favorite toy or gift you received over the years that still has a great memory for you? It's funny. It goes way back, actually. I can remember getting this Hot Wheels car wash years and years, like way back. I don't even remember how old I was. Maybe, again, probably grade three or four, but it was pretty cool, the little hand crank, and you could put your Hot Wheels on, and it would drive it through the car wash for you and would do all the wash and stuff. I don't know why I always remember that toy, but it was something that was cool, I remember. Thanks for being with us today, Travis. Thanks again for having me. Staff Sergeant Travis DeCone. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thanks for joining us. If you have suggestions or topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know.